from the Nifty Radio Recording Studios, high above 107 Columbia Street in the heart of uptown downtown Albany. Welcome to this week's edition of the Nifty Practice Tips. Thank you, Johnny, and hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be doing our first Redux edition of the Nifty Practice Tips. Back in September of 2016, we first presented Past Recollection Recorded. Now, on April 2nd of this year, 2019, the Court of Appeals directly addressed whether or not it was appropriate under the theory of Past Recollection Recorded to introduce testimony by a witness from the grand jury who presently does not have recollection of the events that were involved in the claimed past recollection recorded. So, let's get started. A past recollection recorded is the recorded statement of a witness who is presently unable to recall the information that the statement reflects. The Court of Appeals described a past recollection recorded as a, quote, memorandum made of a fact known or an event observed in the past, of which the witness lacks sufficient present recollection and which may be received in evidence as a supplement of the witness's oral testimony. This is a quote from the Court of Appeals decision in People v. Taylor from 1992. There are five requirements for the admission of evidence as a PRR. Number one, the witness to the events must testify at trial. Number two, the witness observed the matter recorded. Number three, the recollection was fairly fresh when recorded or adapted. Number four, the witness can presently testify that the record correctly represented his or her knowledge and recollection when it was made. Number five, the witness lacks sufficient present recollection of the recorded information. When introduced, it is not independent evidence of the facts contained therein. Rather, it is supplementary to the testimony of the witness whose memory has faded. The witness's testimony and the writing's content are to be considered together and treated as if the witness had testified to the contents of the writing based on his or her present knowledge. Past recollection recorded can be anything from a license plate number jotted down on a napkin to grand jury testimony a very recent development and a hint to where we're going with this. It is not required that PRR was made under oath. It is also not required that the person making it had a business duty to accurately make such a document. PRR has also been admitted where one person has made an observation and the other has done the recording, where the combined testimony can satisfy the court that what was written is an accurate transcript of what was observed, the document will be admitted. As said in People v. Taylor, the rationale for the doctrine is that the recorded information is essential to further the truth-seeking function of the trial proceeding, and that when the conditions for admission have been met, there is sufficient assurance of the accuracy of the recording and its trustworthiness. For many years, grand jury testimony was not accepted as PRR. 
because it was not listed in CPL 670.10 as one of the types of previous testimonies that could be admitted at a subsequent trial. The appellate courts have determined that this statute is not applicable to situations where PRR applies. Since that statute was written to apply in cases where a witness is not available, its limitations on the type of previous testimony that can be used does not apply to cases where the evidence is being introduced as PRR because the person whose memory has faded must testify at the trial in order for the rules of PRR to apply. This issue has been one that divided various courts in the determination of whether grand jury testimony was admissible at trial as past recollection recorded. On April 2, 2019, the Court of Appeals, in a 4-3 determination held in People v. Tapia, that grand jury testimony was properly admitted at trial as past recollection recorded. The court reasoned that the defendant's right of confrontation was not violated if the witness was present in court to testify and to be cross-examined. The majority wrote, Cosgrove's presence at trial as a testifying witness, where he was subjected to cross-examination before the trier of fact, who must assess the credence and weight to be accorded to his testimony as a whole, precludes defendant's confrontation clause argument. Even though the witness did not review the grand jury minutes at a time contemporaneous with its presentation, the court found this was not a roadblock to its admission. The court wrote, Determinatively, the transcript of the grand jury minutes were certified by the court reporter as a true and accurate record of the testimony. The trial court reasonably concluded that the officer's representations that his testimony was truthful and accurate when made, together with the official court stenographer's certification, were sufficient, particularly here where the discrepancy identified was a trivial typographical error that the defendant fully explored on cross-examination. The dissent identified the foundation that had served as the basis for the preclusion of grand jury testimony in the past. Until now, we have consistently understood CPL 670.10 as standing for, quote, a general rule that the grand jury testimony of an unavailable witness is inadmissible as evidence in chief. The inability of the witness to recall the event, according to the dissent, is the equivalent to him or her not being present and thus the requirements for the admission of this evidence cannot be met. The majority disagreed, writing, we further hold that since the declarant of that out-of-court statement was a live witness at trial, defendant's Sixth Amendment right to confrontation was not violated. In determining if potential trial evidence is admissible as past recollection recorded, all proffered decisional authority must be analyzed in the context of the Tapia decision, and if it is at odds with that holding, it should not be followed. Be sure to be aware of this when arguments are being made to admit past recollection recorded. To see the entire past recollection recorded memo, please be sure to use the link at the bottom of the NIPTI practice tip. Our thanks to our announcer, Johnny, and to our producer, and speed racer, Jonathan Marconi Crispino. To all of you out there, be well, enjoy the beginnings of spring, and stay ready, my friends. Get on the way.